Hello and welcome to the Movie Chef Pod Quiz, your regular dose of movie trivia to test your grey matter and get you through another week so we can, well, be there with you along the way. 15 minutes, give you some quiz questions. There's going to be a specialist subject round. Oh, hi, Com. Sorry. Yeah, I was going to be French wow. as well. I had in my head that I was going to say, bonjour. That was okay. it. That's all I got. Uh, no, cool. Um... So we're going to give you some quiz questions. We're going to give you five questions based on the subject of our latest episode that's been released, which was... So that is going to be questions this week, five on a specialist subject of explosions in movies. <laughs> We've got five general knowledge questions then, and then a specialist round at the end. And also this week, there's just a little bit of summit for Com, just as a... Let's, let's, see, how, uh, let's see how good you are. So, uh, so if you're ready, uh, if you're ready at home, Get on the pause button, actually, this week. There might be something that you might want to pause and have a good think about, so get ready to pause. Cormac doesn't get that uh, mm-hmm. that joy of being able to stop. Uh, so if you're playing on your own or you're playing with anybody else, I hope you enjoy yourself, and here we go. Explosions. Question one. Spectre holds the Guinness World Record for largest film stunt explosion. What was the explosive yield equivalent to? 18 tonnes of TNT, 48 tonnes of TNT, or 68 tonnes of TNT. Spectre, James Bond Spectre, holds the Guinness World Record for largest film stunt explosion. What was the explosive yield of the explosion equivalent to? 18, 48, or 68 tonnes of TNT. Question two. Swordfish featured for its time a cutting edge bullet time explosion at the start of the film. Who played Stanley in Swordfish? Well, I only know two people who were in Swordfish. No, I think we know three. Oh yeah, well I know her. I know yeah. the, I know the twins. <laughs> oh! Swordfish featured for its time a cutting edge bullet time explosion at the start of the film. Who played Stanley in Swordfish? Question three. According to Lieutenant Colonel Gilgore in Apocalypse Now, what does napalm smell like? Farts. You love <laughs> Poop. According to Lieutenant Colonel Kilgore in Apocalypse Now, what does napalm smell like? And part of darkness is better than Apocalypse Now. Question four. Which Hollywood director famed for their use of explosions directed music videos for Vanilla Ice, Lionel Richie and Meatloaf? Which Hollywood director famed for their use of explosions directed music videos for Vanilla Ice, Lionel Richie, and Meatloaf? Question five. This is where you get your pause button ready at home. Okay. Name the box office bomb from the supporting cast. William Fitchner, Tom Wilkinson, Helena Bonham Carter, Barry Pepper. Name the box office bomb 
from the following, which had the following supporting cast. William Fitchner, Tom Wilkinson, Helena Bonham Carter, Barry Pepper. I only remember one movie that Barry Pepper was in. It's not that one. It's not that one? Because I can't remember no. Helena Bonham Carter being in that movie. No, no. Okay, I'll tell you now. It's not. I know what you're thinking of, and it's not that one. Okay, I'll give right, you that. Okay. It's not that one. Okay. So, general knowledge. Five questions coming up now, keeping score. We're going to give you all the answers at the end of the episode. So, general knowledge. Question one. Cormac, are you ready? I am ready. Here we go. Which cast member from the Lord of the Rings trilogy was the only one to receive an acting Oscar nomination for the series? Ooh. Which cast member from the Lord of the Rings trilogy was the only one to receive an acting Oscar nomination for the series. It's a Hail Mary. Got to be Question right. two. Question two. How many Oscar nominated actors appear in Oppenheimer? Oh, that's difficult because there were people all over the place in that freaking movie. I'll give you a little bit of time on this one. Uh, there's... <laughs> How many? Give me all the fucking time in the world. Drake and Josh is in it. Has he been nominated for one? All the time in the world. Christopher Plummer wasn't in this film. Uh, How many Oscar-nominated actors and uh, appear in Oppenheimer? I'm just writing these down. Give me two. Write a few down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just have a think through. Have a think. Oppenheimer. Did you see it? Oscar, Did you nom- Oscar Did nominated. You... Doesn't matter. Male, female, supporting. Actor, lead. yes, I'm covering uh, male, female, and everybody in between. Uh, Oscar nominations. Which performers in Oppenheimer have been nominated for an Oscar? Okay. Okay. So, I think back to Oppenheimer. Think about the great cast. Somebody actually said to me the other day that uh, I didn't actually realise this. When if you go back and listen to our episode we did on Oppenheimer recently, um, the, the we were talking about the colour scenes, scenes in colour, and the scenes in black and white. Mm-hmm. And basically, every, their interpretation, or I think what they've they've discovered is everything in black and white was on the record. They knew that happened, and everything that was filmed in colour was open to creative interpretation. Right, I okay. thought that was really interesting, so I'm going to rewatch that and see that. Okay, question three. What connects the following in terms of awards? Eddie Redmayne, Ali Berry, Sandra Bullock. What connects the following in terms of award awards? Eddie Redmayne, Hal Berry, Sandra Bullock. This isn't the award specialist subject, by the way. I just seem to have got on the, the vein of writing questions about what, what? Yeah, It's good. It's just free running, free running. Question four. In which city was the Winter Olympics held in cool runnings? Yes. I know this one 100%. <laughs> in which city was the Winter Olympics held in cool runnings? I hope. Everyone forgets about it. All tucked away. I think I've got it. I think I've got it. Yeah, I think I've got it. Okay. Okay. Which of these film titles is the odd one out? Okay. Hook, 
mm-hmm. Beetlejuice, mm-hmm. The Jackal, John Wick. I've got a Hook, feeling I've asked this Hook, before or a similar and, question before. So. Hook and John Wick in the same. What? Which of these film titles is the odd one out? Hook, Beetlejuice, The Jackal, John Wick. I think if you've, if you've re- listened to our quizzes, God bless you if you do, I may have asked a similar question to this in the past. I'm not organised enough to keep all the questions when I do them each week. How, how am I supposed to decipher this? I've got too many things going around in my head in the quiz day. Which of these film titles is the odd one out? Yeah. Hook, Beetlejuice, The Jackal, John Wick. Okay? Yeah. Right. Um, bit different. Usually, I'd usually do the guess the cast, guess the yeah film from. We're not we're not doing that this week. Um, I liked your years. I enjoy my years. I like a year. So this year, this 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 year, this week, this you are going to guess the year. I'm going to give you the top three films from a year. Top three films at the worldwide box office. Okay. So I'm going to give you the th- what's in third, second, and first. You're going to tell me what year that was. Okay, point okay. for each. <clears throat> so number one. Lethal Weapon 2, Home Alone 2, Batman Returns. Hmm. Yeah, I know that one. Lethal Weapon 2, Home Alone 2, Batman Returns. All sequels. Strange. Number two. Platoon, Fatal Attraction, Beverly Hills Cop 2. Yeah. So number third place was Platoon, second place Fatal Attraction, and the number one movie of this year was Beverly Hills Cop 2. Number three, The Hunger Games, Dark Knight Rises, The Avengers. Yes. Hunger Games, Dark Knight Rises, The Avengers. Yeah. Number four. Shampoo, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, Jaws. Mm. Shampoo in third place, second place, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Number one movie of this year was Jaws. Number five. Number five. Wonder Woman, Beauty and the Beast. Star Wars The Last Jedi. Turning your nose up every time I say that film, don't you? No, just, I want to forget Wonder about, to forget Wonder about Woman. 2000 and... Wonder Woman, Beauty and the Beast, Star Wars The Last Jedi. I know How this. Many of those did you get? Write them I, all I, down? I know this year because it's very random. Very Ooh. random. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're going to give you your answers now. Quickly get your, your page back if you're driving. Be careful. Uh, so the first was on explosions. Colm, have you got your pen? You're going to keep your score? Yeah, I've got my notes here. So, first round explosions. Question one. Spectre <laughs> holds the Guinness World Record for the largest film stunt explosion. What was the explosive yield equivalent to 18, 48, or 68 tonnes of TNT? I have absolutely no idea. But because it's the biggest, I will go for the biggest. 68. You Bastard. Yes, it really? is 68. I put 68 <laughs> at the end because normally you go, I've got go no idea. 
So they got out of the middle. And you see, I knew you would think that. I knew you would think that. So that's why I went the largest. You shit out. Question two. Swordfish featured for its time a cutting-edge bullet time explosion at the start of the film. Who played Stanley in Swordfish? Okay. Could have been two. I was going to go John, but I'm going to go Hugh. I'm going to go Hugh Jackman. Yes, it was Hugh Jackman. Nice. Absolutely right. I was going to do that for the... Um, the cast one, and it was like Vinnie Jones, and I'm like, no, we're never going to get this. <laughs> Jimmy, I, I would have just said uh, gone in 60 seconds. As, as soon as you would have said Vinnie Jones, it was gone in 50 seconds. 60 seconds. According to Lieutenant Colonel Kilgore in Apocalypse Now, what does napalm smell like? It smells like victory. It does smell like victory, apparently. Link's victory. Which Hollywood director famed for their use of explosions directed the music videos for Vanilla Ice, Lionel Richie, and Meatloaf? Rickheimer? No, it wasn't. Close, though. Bruckheimer's not really a director, is he? Oh. It's close to Bruckheimer. Oh, it's... Rock, it's Transformers, man. It's I can't remember his name. Michael Bay. Michael Bay. I think I actually meant Michael Bay, but I said Jerry Bruckheimer. He's a producer. Oh. Yeah. Name the box office bomb from the supporting cast: William Fitchner, Tom Wilkinson, Helena Bonham Carter, Barry Pepper. No. As soon as I heard Pepper, I was gonna say Battlefield Earth, I right? Know. And then I thought. Do you know what? Paul likes to fuck around and he won't name the biggest stars in the movie. Max, it's, it's the supporting cast. Is it the Lone Ranger? It is the Lone Ranger. Right. <laughs> I got that off Carter because I thought to myself, she's never in Battlefield Earth. And I remember Pepper being an officer in it. So, yeah. Yep. Uh, but, uh, Lone Ranger uh, is the right answer. Uh, general knowledge. So, uh, where are we there? So, one, two... Three, four. four, four, good. General knowledge. Which cast member from the Lord of the Rings trilogy was the only one to receive an Oscar nomination for acting from the series? It's one or two. I'm going to say McKellen. It is Ian McKellen for Gandalf okay. in uh, Fellowship of the Ring. I was going to say, and the other one was going to be Christopher Lee. And I thought, you know what, yeah. I'll, I'll just go McKellen. I was, I was surprised there was only one, to be honest. It felt, felt like Same one here. of those where you could throw a couple on it. How many Oscar nominations? I watched all three of them, extended editions, one after the other, the other day. Do you know what? Ladies, <laughs> hit me up if you're bored on a Saturday. The effects in it are off. No, they still hold up. No, they don't. Yeah, they do. Absolutely, no, yeah. In 4K, yeah, absolutely, yeah. yeah. How many Oscar-nominated <laughs> actors appear in Oppenheimer? Okay. No. Okay. Let's start naming them. You go... You, You'll go naming them, and we'll, we'll count. Emily Blunt has definitely uh, been nominated for an Oscar. Has she? Yeah. Really? Was she nominated? Was it Gone Girl? A Gone Girl? Was she? Carry on, then. Um, Are you thinking of um, the Ben Affleck one? Yeah. Gone Girl. Yeah, Gone Girl. Yeah. Yeah, no, Emily Blunt was Girl on a Train. Gone Girl was Rosamund Pike. Is it Rosamund Pike? Have I fucked it? No, you can you can still throw a number at me. 
Well, I was going to say, I was going to say four. Go on then, no, man. So, my... Robert Downey Jr. Thank you, yep, Chaplin. I think he got nominated for Tropic Thunder as well. Um, Brana. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I thought Emily Dog was nominated. So, that's it. Okay, Fucked. Um, I don't think Killian Murphy has been nominated. Nobody... Damn well, well he will be by next he match. Will, he will be. He will, he be, will be by next match. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Think back to Oppenheimer, the massive supporting cast. How many have been Oscar nominated? Throw me a number. Let's go for it. I'm gonna go none. You, you've just I'm said gonna... Branner. Oh fuck! No <laughs> shit. Two. I go two. I go two. I go two. I go two. two. You two. think it's just RDJ, right? The correct answer is eight. Shit. RDJ. Mm-hmm. Affleck. Casey Affleck. Oh, Manchester by the Sea. Kenneth Branagh. Branagh, yeah. Branagh Balls. Belfast. Gary on. Oldman, who appeared as the president oh, towards the end. fuck's sake. Florence Pugh was nominated for was Little Women. Was nominated? Yeah. Right. Tom Conti. Oh, of course. He's been nominated. Fucking Einstein. Six. Come. Rami Malek <laughs> who won he's for, a winner uh, he won for he's a winner Freddie Mercury yeah yeah. and we've got one left who was nominated for an Oscar and that is Matt Damon who was actually Matt nominated Damon who was actually nominated and won for Goodwill Hunting it was Oscar yeah, that, nominated that was it wasn't, screen that was a screen it was Oscar uh, I asked for script. Oscar I asked for nominated Oscar nominated act- actors actor. I like didn't it. say nominated for. I don't know which one. I, know. I wouldn't have got it anyway. Like I wouldn't have, like that. You literally had to say a number. It was just your what face. Connects... You know your face when your face looked at me there, and it was kind of like, "He's a dick." I'm just gonna go oh, through yeah. out a zero. Yeah, that's oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Zero. Let me just get my red pen out. Yeah. What connects the following in terms of awards? Eddie Redmayne, Hal Berry, Sandra Bullock. The only thing that I can think of. And I don't think it's right, but Halle Berry was nominated for an Oscar and a Razzie. So were they all nominated, or did they all win Oscars and Razzies? Absolutely, yes. Uh, more, more specifically, I was going to say they won an Oscar and then swiffly followed it up within a year of a Razzie nomination. But See, I, yeah, I don't absolutely. Know, I don't know the other two. I know Halle Berry did one. Eddie, Eddie Redmayne. Yeah, um, Hal Berry, Monster Ball, Catwoman, Sandra Bullock was uh, Blindside, and then It's All About Steve. I think that was in the same year. Um, Eddie Redmayne was the Hawking one. Oh, I'm walking on the train. (laughs) You can't say that. Uh, Come on, he's the most smartest man to have ever I thought you were going to go, come on, he's dead. We can all fucking take that handicap. Thank you for giving me my Oscar. And then he got one for that fucking horrendous performance in Jupiter Jupiter Ascending or Jupiter Rising or the thing where Channing Tatum had wings. Was Eddie Redmayne in that movie? Oh, he was creepy as fuck. Excuse me, he was creepy as fuck. (laughs) DC one. Uh, Marlon Brando would also have been a name that I'd given you, but I thought that was too too easy. Marlon Brando. Wow, uh, you know what? The... Jupiter Ascending. I haven't watched Jupiter that. Rising. Jupiter, Jupiter Rising. Ascending. I think it's Ascending, it's... isn't 
Basically, Mia Kunis is an intergalactic queen who's now cleaning toilets in the future, and then Channing Tatum turns up who's got wings on his ears or something. Um, and Eddie Redmayne just basically like he tries to sound like Voldemort through it. I I am very breathless. It's like, oh, it's such an awful you just like Eddie. Eddie, you've won an Oscar. In which city was the Winter Olympics held in cool runnings? Was it Calgary? It was Calgary. Uh, Which of these film titles is the odd one out? Hook, Beetlejuice, The Jackal, John Wick. See, this is one in four, right? So you've not asked to explain what it is or why. So I've got a one in four chance. I've got a one in four chance. I'm going to go John Wick. John Wick's the odd one out. You prick. Yes, you get a point for John Wick. (laughs) I don't even know why. (laughs) I tried to keep it as easy as, like, you can still have a guess. I was thinking thinking directors. I was thinking actors. I was thinking, you know, I I had no idea. Which of the film titles is the odd one out? Look, John Wick. In John Wick... The hero of John Wick is John Wick, mm-hmm. but in the other three are named after the villains of those films. Ah. Hook is the bad guy in Hook, Beetlejuice the bad guy in Beetlejuice, the jackal is obviously not the person chasing the jackal, it is the jackal, whereas John Wick is the hero of the film, so John Wick is the hero, all the others are the bad guys. Never got that, but well, you, I'm glad well, that did. I got the point. I'm <laughs> glad that I got the point for, for just winging it. Messages on Twitter at PodMovieChef, if we're still around, or X, uh, if you think that was a real shitty question. (laughs) It wasn't shit at all. It wasn't shit at all. Guess the year. Okay. I'm going to give you the three films that were number three, two, and one. Chance for loads of points in this round. Lethal Weapon 2, Home Alone 2, Batman Returns. 89. 1992. Really? Much later. Yeah, 92. Batman Returns. Batman 1... Came out in 90, 89, 90. I thought it was 87. No, no, that was. Okay. Yeah. Platoon, Fatal Attraction, Beverly Hills Cop 2. 86. 87. One oh. year out, 87. Hunger Games, Dark Knight Rises, The Avengers. Twenty twelve. Twenty twelve. bang on. Right, yeah. Okay. Uh, shampoo, one flew over the cuckoo's nest. Jaws. Seventy-five. Seventy-five is a bang on. Yep, nineteen seventy-five. Wonder Woman, Beauty and the Beast, Star Wars: The Last Jedi. Two thousand seventeen. Two thousand seventeen is absolutely. Do you, right, do, you know the reason, so. do you know the reason why I know that? Go on. Because me and Ernie went to see. Return of the Jedi a week before Christmas in 2017. And that was the year after we was born. Cool. Um, tune in next week to more This Is Your Life with Gorma. Is that the one that he just went fucking walking out at cinema on you and left you sat there? Nope, that was Guardians of the Galaxy. This was the one that he sat down straight away and when the... Yep. Dun, 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 <laughs> he looked at me and went, here, Luke Skywalker dies in this movie, you know? And I was like, What? Yeah, yeah. I remember going to see Matilda with my nine-year-old, nine-year-old nephew, and uh, we're getting ready to go. And he goes, "Have you seen this?" I'm like, no, I ain't seen it. And he goes, "I've seen it." I thought that's impressive. It's a little bit out a week, but yeah. And he goes, "I love the bit at the end where they get rid of the mistress and they throw her over the." And I'm like, 
you obnoxious little prick. You've got no idea. You've spoiled the face. To be fair, Matilda was like written in the fucking eighties, and there was oh, yeah. a mo- there yeah. was another movie. But the fact is, he needs telling though. He needs educating. <laughs> Because especially from day, you, because we what we don't want is another Game of Thrones situation. No, that, that, that's what we that's what we don't want. You're never gonna let me live down the Game of Thrones situation. I'm not because I've heard of, I hear about it every every six months on the podcast. That's, I'm sure everybody listens. Knows it was still on the telly at the time. I'm gonna go back and look at the dates we went to Endgame midnight showing, so I can work out how far along we were. You do not spoil something that's on premium TV at the time on Sky. Nobody, it's a joke. It's a joke. Okay, so scores. You got fourth at first round. Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck the uh, you man. got you got McKellen. Uh, you got you got Razzies. You got Calgary, mm-hmm. and you got John Wicks. You got four in that. You got eight, and yeah. then you've absolutely fucked this one. You got three in the last round, so eleven points. What did I say hey. to you beforehand? Anything over ten. It's no, I said if you don't get over 10, you're sacked from the podcast. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. That's 11. That's fucking impressive. Winner, Come winner, on. chicken dinner. I've got, a little, uh, I've got another little quiz for you now. <clears throat> this is uh, just for fun. Okay. Um, There are 14 tracks here, 12 tracks, something like that. And I'm going to start reading through the official soundtrack listing of a Star Wars film. Right. Okay. So I'm going to read the titles of the song, the the soundtrack. <laughs> the faster you tell me what the film is, the better you are. Some might be easy, some might not, but we're going to do this every week, okay? Okay. Are you with me? That's a lot of fucking pressure. So the first one, Star Wars main title. Dun, da, da, da. So mm-hmm. is it? Hold on. You're going to, just going to do these randomly. So it could no, be no, anything. I'm reading through. I'm reading through in the order of the film. <laughs> Do I look, uh, yeah, but could, you you could just go. Uh, this could be Attack of the Clones, or it could be A New Hope, or it could be. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah. No, if I'm asking you to name the <clears> film, I'm not going to start with film number one because then it's a bit obvious, isn't it? Okay. Yeah, I'm going to go a new. I'm going to go a New Hope. No, wrong. Exactly. Across the stars. Across the stars. Uh, Revenge of Sith. No. Zam the assassin. Oh. Uh, Attack of the Clones. It is Attack of the Clones. Yeah, right. There you go. That's the end of that game. We're never playing that one again. It was worth it. <laughs> I might read the the track listings out at random next time. Just like walking on sand. It could be any of them. The only reason I know that is because the assassin girl who's in uh, Attack of the Clones, she was actually supposed to have a, a massive part within the movie, and about. Four weeks before the release, uh, she posed nude for Playboy, and George Lucas decided, "Now nah, that's not the family-oriented person that we want in the movie." So as she dies, remember when they they changed the her face? They changed her into like a lizard. Yeah, that was the reason behind it because she showed her tits on Playboy. Really? Yep, that's it. And what's the <clears> name? And where can I find these pictures? I believe her name's is it Zhang? Might not be Zhang Z. Is she not that? She might be the. Fuck you! Uh, be careful, man. Be careful. I know, Jesus. I know, I know, I know. And what I remember, Zhang Z. No, I know. No, Ching no. Chong, the space invader. <laughs> I know that uh, Crouch and Tiger, Hidden Dragon. That girl's called Zhang Z. Look, but you think it's Zhang Z? Yeah, her name's Liana Walsman. It's not Liana. It, it's fucking Liana Walsman. Barbara Stewart. <laughs> 
you fucking racist, Cormac. <laughs> it's fucking. I'm lucky. Zam Wessel, Liana Walsman. You're, you're the fucking. It's racist. not her. It fucking it is. Her. Was it her? It I've got the story. Sorry, okay, sorry. Well, I got the story right, but I got the name wrong. Right, so you're just thinking of some other Chinese bird that did play well, She might not have been Chinese. She may have been, you know, Southeast Asian, something. I don't know. I'm not... I'm, I'm not... Oh, I'm just digging a hole here. Yeah. I'm going to save this for a podcast. I'm going to bring it up now. We're doing an extended That was a total edition. Bob Hoskins. Yeah. That's, that's a long Good Friday right there. Like, yeah, <laughs> that's a new that's a new feature. Yeah, yeah. I've got um, I, I've got something. I've got a, a, a podcast thing that will blow your mind. Go. I've got a podcast thing that will blow your mind. Right. Go. William Shatner isn't a bad actor. <clears throat> you, do you remember the the Khan yeah. scene? Hey, hold on, was... hold on. You're you're living off. You're living off the fact that. I think William Sanders a bad actor anyway. No, he's no, no. fucking not. People just say he is. But he's, he's not. But, yeah. People say that he overacted in the con, right? No. They do. It's notorious from. No, I. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Excuse me. Sorry. Yeah. I don't think he did. You don't think that, but a general consensus is mm-hmm. that he overacted. It's hammy acting, right? If you think back in the film, him and Spock had a plan, didn't they? They were going to. St- set Khan up mm-hmm. and they needed to convince Khan that Spock was dead. Yeah. So Kirk had to sell the Khan because he had to act like he was sad and upset. But he wasn't. He was putting it on. Kirk is a terrible actor. Shatner is an amazing actor for making Please. Kirk a if bad actor. I just want to move along and uh, just say Paul has dropped some acid, and uh, <laughs> I don't know what's going on at the minute. But all uh, I'm saying is we're talking about William Shatner and uh, how much of a, an actor that he is. All I'm saying is we don't need money anymore. Let love be a currency. I just want to say thanks for everybody for listening, and uh, we'll see you next week. Bye, oh, folks. Squirrels. <laughs>